0: Your voice, your power. I am Anika Wilson, and I have one of my fantabulous favorite guests today. I've been singing lately, y'all. Um, I have the amazing Kathy McKinnon. Hey, Kathy. Hey, Anika. How are you? How are you? I'm fabulous because you're here, and you've made me feel better and brighter in COVID
1: land. Dum, dum. Is- some crazy times we're going through some people don't realize like these are historic times, right? You know, our grandchildren and great grandchildren are going to read about this one day and and, like not even understand what it was like to go through it. So it's an interesting time for sure. I
0: I didn't even think about that, that, you know, we see a lot of historical things going on for me. It's weird because I turn on the news and see things that are going on right where you're at. And I never think about it because I'm on another planet. So it's really interesting that there's a lot of historical things happening, you know, mm-hmm. between, between COVID, between natural disasters, the fires, you know, the storms. Um, I think that's why it's really important that we focus today. And I've, I'm, I'm happy to have you here that we could talk about COVID burnout because I'm burnt out. And, you know, sometimes you just got to push through to get to the next day and, and make that day great. And we're, we're kind of doing that. Some of us are able to push through and do it with grace. And then other days we're kind of forcing it, you know, because it's like, what else can you do? So you're a transformation strategist anyway. So you're able to turn pretty much crud into gold on a regular basis. So
1: what are you doing to get through this uh, COVID rut? Yeah. Well, I can't say it's any one thing. There's no magic pill. It's been several things, right? And I think we always have to keep in mind that we need to give ourselves grace, right? This initially when it started and we were all told it was going to be two weeks, we thought, oh, we can make it two weeks. And what we thought would be a sprint has turned into a marathon, And so we all went gung ho doing all the things in two weeks, we're going to do spring cleaning and homeschooling. And, and yeah, because we thought it was a sprint. We thought it would be over quick. And what happened is that was just not sustainable, right? We, we learned real fast that you can't sprint during a marathon. And so a lot of what I've been doing, a lot of what I've been speaking on, a lot of what I've been sharing with my clients is, You need to give yourself grace and you need to create more than you consume. You need to create more moments, more conversations in your household than you are consuming social media. Turn off the news, turn off the social media and create time opportunities and experiences in your household because that is what your household members are going to remember at the end of the day. I'm taking notes, cause you know,
0: I follow you and I've been saying the same thing, but you're a lot more adventurous than me. So I watch you and the one thing that we do still have is outside, outdoors. You know, my kids are stuck inside. It's been since March now. Um, they're stir crazy. I'm stir crazy because they're stir crazy. You know, for those of us that already work from home, that already work from behind the scenes using tech, I, I feel grateful. You know, there are days that I, I have gratitude checks because you've got a lot of parents out here that don't know what we know. They don't know how to navigate this homeschooling, Zoom, WebEx. Um, they don't know IT like we've learned as entrepreneurs. We know way more than we ever imagined. But the one thing that I do do is that I try to at least once a week take my kids on a field trip. And that means just going out somewhere. Yesterday they complained because I took them outside to eat and the wind was blowing. And they're like, why can't we just go inside? I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, I think they've developed the shell because they're so used to being inside. And these are the things that we have to be mindful about is balance. Like you said, grace, you know, create opportunities, create experiences. I think we have to kind of force these things because, in a lot of ways, our kids are suffering socially. If we're not careful, they're going to start thinking that this is normal. They're going to start losing their ability to communicate and to adapt and to, to you know, conform to, you know, being social again. I, I see them getting comfortable in their own little zones right now. And it's scary.
1: It is scary. And, you know, it's you aren't seeing it are hearing about it being talked about as much, of course, as, as COVID. But in the last 90 days, suicide rates have skyrocketed. Depression for kids. For, for kids it, and it's on the CDC's website. I'm not making it up. It's not something yep. I just pondered up. Go to the CDC website. The youth suicide rate in the last 90 days has jumped dramatically. Mm-hmm. These kids feel lost without their routine, without their stability, without their support systems, you know, their coaches, their teachers, their guidance counselors that they're used to. You know, there's so much, our kids get so much comfort from routine. Mm -hmm. And that's been ripped from them. And that's not to say that, you know, you don't have a good home routine or any of that. It's just, this is how they knew life. They knew life of you get up, you go get on the school bus, you go to school all day. Get off the school bus, etc., and they're adapting to this strange new environment just as much as we are as adults because mm-hmm. it's not easy for any age group. Mm-hmm. The difference is adults have more coping mechanisms, adults have brain development. Our children's brains are still developing, they don't have that whole frontal lobe development that we have, they don't have these years of coping mechanisms and ways to be resilient that we do. And so they're watching how we react. And I always keep that in mind with my son, you know, when I'm doing things or when I'm getting, I can feel myself getting frustrated. I'm like, he's watching me and how I react is going to be years from now, how he reacts when there's some sort of a challenge in the environment. I I hope it is nothing nearly as crazy as COVID, but whatever coping mechanisms we put into them today, they're going to continuously revert to them through life when life hands them some lemons. And so how do we mold them to say, yes, this is not an ideal situation. This is not our normal. This is not, you know, what you expected school to be or how you thought it would be, but it's going to be okay it's going to be okay because we're going to do things together we can still experience things it's not that we can completely stop living and put ourselves in a bubble right we we can still do stuff it might not be the same stuff it might not be all the stuff we want to do if we had a magic wand but it doesn't mean that we're going to just stop living yeah
0: and you know you said a lot of things i'm sitting here taking notes because our children really are sponges and my seven-year-old, he checks me all the time. The things that he says, the things that he thinks they're so profound. I mean, I'm just like, you, you, you don't expect him to say it, but he puts things in a perspective that I don't see, but mm. is accurate, you know, even on the news, you know, even on, you know, what's going on. But one thing that I really want to emphasize is like you said, the suicide rate. I, I posted a, uh, video of a dad whose son is 13 and killed himself because he broke his his screen twice on his video game because he got angry and he didn't have like the dad specified he didn't have anywhere to run for PE he didn't you know he, his energy he normally gets out and for any of us who have kids with ADHD or autism or, or anything kids normally active kids you know the especially boys you know we they're need they, they need it they need it they need it they need it, they need it. And I didn't even think until I'm listening to this father talk about the fact that his son had no outlet, literally no outlet. Yes. They have their phones. Yes. They have Minecraft and Roblox, but that only goes so far. Cause I know my son every five to seven minutes, he needs a shift. He's like, okay, I'm bored. What's next. And he's just talking about how bored he is. And you know, you don't want to lose your kids in a screen. It's like, but what do you do? You can only go outside so much. You can only do this. You can only do that. I mean, we've got three digit numbers out in places that aren't used to, you know, a hundred plus degrees right now, resulting in fires. And the one thing that I think we need to do most is communicate. Because what I've tried to do is is make everything teachable, you know, from from the rioting, from, you know, death, you know, there's a lot of loss, there's a lot of grief. And if, a, if we're not very careful, I mean, PTSD is gonna be rampant. It is rampant. Cool. And, and it's going to be even worse in a few months. And, you know, even our kids, they're aware. They're, they're feeling this. They have friends who are not here anymore, parents, teachers, principals. You know, they don't understand that it's not happening, that, that they're gone, you know, that they got sick because they don't see it. They're not there in the schools and they're just going to wake up one day and people aren't going to exist that did before. I mean, they're looking at bodies being placed in freezers and trucks. On the streets, I mean it's just it's sad on so many levels, but there is so
1: much that we can still do yeah there, I mean there's so much about it that is disturbing, especially some of the images if, if your kid even if you're not turning on the news, if your kid hits Google pop up. that could pop up it's disturbing um, but there's to your point, there's so much that we can talk about. We can talk about, we can experience, we can write. I know even sometimes my son grumbles, but he has um, this journal that has journal prompts, talking about kindness, talking about leadership, talking about all these different things that some days I would tell him, okay, you have to do two pages in your journal. And maybe he grumbles at me, but it's a way to force the thoughts and the mindset away from all of the things that we can't do, right? We can't do certain things, of course, but there's so much that we can do. You know, we can go take a bag of groceries to the the shelter. We can look at our toy bin and see if there's toys that we no longer play with that we can take to the shelter for those kids. There's so much that we can do to help that we need to focus on that as opposed to Sign, sounding kind of almost like a whiny brat like oh I don't get to go to Target today yeah you're right maybe you don't but there's all these great things that you can do to help
0: I was just thinking about Target
1: I'm, you missed
0: I'm on a I'm on a hunt for a kiddie pool I, I can't I can't stop until I find it you know we don't get shipping like you guys today Amazon Prime you know so yeah But you know what? It's an adventure. I turn everything into an adventure now for the kids because it gives them a way to look forward to not being in the room or not being in the house. I'm like, oh, can't go there. So let's go here. But like you said, it's controlling the narrative. You said, you know, even if things are going to pop up, it's being able to control the narrative for our kids, being able to have a little bit of control over what what they do see, what they understand about it, what they hear and what we do. Because as you stated, you know, they're watching us. And I think, you know, when people ask what's your motivation to me or what keeps me going, I think it's my kids because they have been able to see me every day. You know, I I hold it together more because I know they're watching than I would if I didn't have kids.
1: Oh, you know? absolutely. I mean, if it, my son wasn't sitting in the room next to me, I'd probably be cursing or you know, frustrating, you know, whatever it might be. But I know I'm setting the example for how he deals with stressful, frustrating situations down the road. Yep. And I that doesn't mean that you're perfect. Purple. Oh, I'm far from perfect. Ben, yep.
0: no, okay. I mean, there's,
1: there's some days I'm, I'm down here in my pajamas with my glasses still on and my hair in a crazy concoction of a bun, half asleep you know telling my son to go scavenge some cereal for breakfast like I'm not perfect how about cereal for dinner that's me that's, that's we've, done that too. Like me. we've done that too <laughs> and you know what when when covid first hit and and we were dealing with all the crazy regulations and and changes and this is school shut the first the office is shut down school shut down this is like, and, and everything was getting thrown at us in crazy directions. I even reverted and I, and my, God bless my son. He eats like eight times a day. Yep. The kid, the kid does not stop. Bless mm-hmm. him. He's healthy. He's eating. Bless him. But I told him to start using paper plates because I was like, mama don't have time to do dishes seven times a day. Yeah. We, we, we keep paper plates. Yeah. yeah. I created little
0: boxes because my kids are eating like that. I created little boxes. I did it before, back a couple months ago, but I did it again yesterday. And I had to put snacks in there. And I'm like, this is all you're allowed to eat. And so my 10-year-old just said, mommy, I made my own box. You don't even have to make it. And so she has a granola bar, a fruit cup, pudding. And I told her she started health conscious and weight conscious all of a sudden. And so I told her, I said, now you can see what you're consuming instead of you just going to the pantry every time you feel like you're hungry. And, and it, those are the things that I'm, I'm taking from this is those opportunities and those moments, even throughout the day when they're like, hey, mom, guess what I did on my own? Or I logged on all by myself and you didn't even have to tell me. Or this morning she woke up on her own, you know, and was dressed. And last night she's like, I got my outfit together for school tomorrow. And I saw the light. In her that I haven't seen in months, just because she's excited to get dressed because she's going to see her friends,
1: and that's what they need right now is that all of that reinforcement, that encouragement that they used to get from teachers, counselors, coaches, etc. They're missing that, right? And it almost makes them feel like they're doing something wrong or they're not doing something right because they're not getting those little kudos, as I call them. I think they feel invisible. They do. And, and, you know, a lot of kids, the parents are working, they're on Zoom all day, and the kids are kind of trying to do their own thing, and they don't feel like they're being seen or heard. And so how do you continue that dialogue, right? To your point, you have to have those conversations, and you have to continue to give them encouragement and kudos. You know, my son – I have him, if he wants eggs or something for breakfast, he, we, we had COVID cooking classes and he, I'll be in the kitchen just so he doesn't burn the place down, but he'll make his own breakfast if he wants something special. So mom can get logged on and and do her thing. But, and then, you know, he's all proud of that and I can give him his kudos for that but to your point they're not getting that same level of encouragement to boost their confidence and self-esteem that they were in those social settings and
0: i'm with you cuz i created a chore chart and i made each of my children responsible for choosing dinner two nights a week and two of them have to cook and now one of them keeps going on tiktok did y'all know tiktok has recipes guys yeah it it does cuz oh we made no not we i wasn't in it she made cloud bread the cloud bread nice. it was blue yeah no it it was like pink i swear it like it was like a hockey puck but it was she she had fun I, it, nice. I, it was cornstarch i mean how much does cornstarch cost you know i was like fine so i tell her she can have her little sessions in the kitchen her concoctions if that makes her happy you know then what does it cost nothing i mean you have to be creative you have to find things projects I bought sidewalk chalk. My, my, my driveway has all kinds of colors on it. So when I pull in, it's, you
1: know, whatever bubbles, I bought Frisbees, the little catchy doing things. Doing that the, Velcro. Pro. So, the one day my, my kitchen was turned into science experiments. And it, but to your point, it was water. It was cornstarch. It was baking soda. It was okay. And yeah, he made a big old mess, but he, he had fun playing and seeing how the different things worked and,
0: It's, you know, and and that's the thing is being creative and being open-minded and and, and letting go. I think that's the one thing that I've learned from this is that I've let go a lot and I needed that. And I think they needed that. I, I think me watching the news has made me grateful for the things that I have. And it's made me let go of the things that aren't important. I mean, we worry about things that we have no business worrying about. Tomorrow's not promised. People are losing their life for whatever reason I mean the people who don't want to be careful whatever the reason is not to mention I'm high risk in like 10 different ways so you know I I feel grateful that you know I'm healthy I've even been in the hospital and afraid to be exposed and have come out okay you know I've had to have surgery in the middle of all this at least it wasn't COVID (laughs) so you know but yeah and I mean the thing about it is that you know, if we do those gratitude checks, if we open our minds and our hearts a little bit more, if we're just, I say, even open to doing more self-development. For me, that's what I've had to do. I do like three hours a day now, you know, anywhere from webinars. I've I've been more open-minded to looking at my cohorts' content because I'm like, I need it, I need it, I need it, and I think. You know, I hope we're appealing to everybody. We know depression and anxiety is real. Not to mention we're going through it ourselves. My children are going through it. I mean, therapists are on speed dial now. Thank goodness we've got telehealth. Coaches are available because we are prepared for this all the time. But it's more important now. And you need to implement and and adopt these things before it's too late.
1: And that's a part of it, right? Being aware and recognizing when you're feeling anxious and you don't know what to do about it. When you're feeling like you're gonna, you're so burnt out, you're going to have that explosion, as I call it, you know, finding that awareness to say, holy cow, I need to stop this because it's going down a dangerous path, you know? And, and I am the first to say, I'm not, you know, immune to anxiety. When all this started happening and, and I'm a single mom. So I'm like, how am I going to do all my work stuff? How am I going to homeschool? You know, this kid, bless him, he's asking me all these questions while I'm trying to be on Zoom, trying to eat, feed him eight times a day. I'm like, whoa, um, holy cow. And then, you know, I had to find ways to deal with that and deal with what I would call the new schedule. You know, I love to work out, but I used to work out, you know, while he was at school and that would be my lunch break. Well, No break? no breaks and I can't, okay, the gym's closed. Okay. Well, I can't just leave him home alone. Okay. So I had to find a new way to do it. And I actually, I used to do calendar blocking before COVID. Yeah. And then I went to what I call my fluid schedule. Now I just have a list of things I'm going to get done in the day. There's not a particular time of the day. It's just, we're going to do stuff. I got the That's exactly what it is. There's no, from seven to eight, we're going to do this. It doesn't work like that anymore, right? It's going to be, I'm somewhere in the day, I'll do stuff. And I think giving myself that grace that even if I didn't get it done at 8am, if I still get it done, it counts, right? So don't beat yourself up over you didn't do it at a particular time or you used to do it at that particular time. That's not life anymore. And so being fluid in your schedule, being fluid in those pressures that you're putting on yourself because nobody else is putting that pressure on you, but you. Ooh, I just said it yesterday.
0: So let's talk about fluidity. Um, I want to challenge our listeners and viewers to pursue a goal that they were not able to pursue prior to COVID Because, you know, everybody thinks COVID is a bad thing, womp, womp. But I see it as positioning. Many of us have been on the go, ripping and running, finding every excuse in the world to not accomplish our goals. And if anything, it has made you sit still. It has made you be present in some area of your life. It has made you learn some things like computer technology, something that you refused to accept or adopt before. And I am hoping, and I need you to co-sign this, that somebody else goes back to school, starts a business, starts coaching or something that they can be doing, listening to podcasts while you're in the house, whatever it is. I think now's a great time. What, what, What do you think?
1: It is. I've seen a lot of people pick up self-development, whether it's podcasts, books, courses. There's so many courses and, and that are being offered for free right now because people understand that you know, we need this more than ever. Um, we need an outlet just as everybody else does. So I think that I've seen a lot of people start side hustles. Hey, mm-hmm. I always wanted to start this side hustle or this business. I just didn't have the bandwidth uh, to. Now I've yeah. got the bandwidth to. And so, you know, they're, they're making lemonade out of lemons. They're turning this into now I have these opportunities in this time before I was running around like a crazy person. I didn't have that. So I've seen it a lot. I think it is the perfect time to do it. We have for many of us more downtime now we have, because we can't be in all the places that we used to be. Our kids travel time either. There's no travel time. The kids. Don't have all the obligations, so you're not running around like a chicken with your head cut off playing taxi, um, and it's free and it's on. You know, either whether it's a a, a podcast, an ebook, an e course, it's a touch of a button. Yep. So there's really no excuse. Yep. It's just finding what what you want to tap into, and you know what? If you start a course and halfway through it, you're like, this really isn't my thing. So Life. what? Right. You tried. And what did you lose a few hours? And even
0: in that, you're going to learn something you didn't know. I I've, I've learned so much in the last two years because I click on just about everything. I'm like, Ooh, I, how did they know that I wanted that? And even if I don't use it, I know something that I didn't know before. And you can always apply it to something else. And you know, before,
1: you've got, you, you find out that, you know what you thought you liked that, but now that you learn more, you don't really like that. It's a redirection. Yeah, and we need that. Oh, we need it.
0: Yeah. So I hope that everybody feels a little better about COVID. I think it's a wake-up call. No matter what it's happening, why, who, where, I don't care. None of that matters. What matters is that we have been given a clear cut timeout. It's an opportunity to shift. It's an opportunity to to be present, to like, as you said, raise awareness in whatever that is, your relationships, your life, your business, your career. You know, I I graduated 60 days ago. I I know, right? I have to wait a whole nother 30 days for my graduation. Matter of fact, I got to submit my picture for my graduation because I have to appear as a picture on a screen. But But, and it's, the thing about it is, in a lot of ways, it doesn't feel like it happened because it's virtual, you know? And I think a lot of people are struggling with their accomplishments, their achievements, and things like that. But I'm seeing tons of diplomas, tons of certifications coming across my timeline, and keep them coming. I am so happy to celebrate success, whatever that means for you, whether that means your health accomplishing you know losing pounds or changing your diet we were talking about that right kathy whatever it is which i need to do because i lost an organ and i need to change my lifestyle and i think this is a perfect time for lifestyle change and as a transformation strat- tra- a good, good strategist, i'm going to turn it over to you and let you say any and everything that you want to say to our listeners and viewers about
1: the perfect time to transform yeah this is the perfect time to transform and why, you know, I think a lot of us, A, we've never been in our houses as much as we are now. And so it's transforming our environment to be what we want it to be, to be this comfort that we find. We want our lifestyle to be what we want it to be. So, you know what, maybe I'm going to rearrange my house. Maybe I'm going to get rid of some stuff because now that I sit here every day and I stare at it, I realized I really don't like that. You know, maybe now that my calendar is not so chock full of, of all of the things that it used to, maybe this is the level that I want to keep my calendar at because I like it. I like that. I'm not so completely stressed out. I'm snapping at the kids or whatever it might be not eating. Cause I'm running around like a maniac and, and really being detrimental to my own health. Um, really Thinking about what you want your life to be when I when this is over, which is, I use air quotes because I don't think it, there's going to be a clear uh, light switch flip and say, whoops, okay, we're all on now. But as things start to open up, as life starts to go back, right, we start shop, start open up restaurants, start open up, before you just start going back to everything you did before, think about If you really enjoy spending your time on those things, or you just did them because you thought you should, or the Joneses were doing them, or my kid asked me to do them or whatever it might be to make sure that you're truly spending your time on things that are meaningful because you need to remember to anchor into your why, right? To me, that's been the most important thing is anchoring into your why through this whole thing. Whatever your why is, needs to determine how you act and what you put back into place as the world starts to open up.
0: Okay, to recap, I wrote transform your environment, which I love to do that anyway. I'm that person that my husband comes home and it's rearranged and he's like, what? And I'm like, you need change sometimes. So just, you just do. And what better way to do that? I've actually wanted to go to Ross and get pictures. There's a Ross on every corner in Hawaii, I swear. It. I've been wanting to get pictures to put around my house because I need color. Like, I just feel like I need color because when you're in the house, these walls can start looking institutionalized after a while. So you have to just do whatever you need to 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 spruce, you know, to just add life, you know? So I love that. So transform your environment. Sometimes that's internal. Sometimes that's external. Sometimes it's your location.
1: Could be. So, I mean, there's some days where I don't work down here in the office. I work, whether it's out on the deck, out on the patio to get some sunshine, to just physically change so I'm not staring at the same walls Mm -hmm. every darn day. Um, So I do that a lot. Just pick up my laptop and go sit somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Go sit in a park. We have a park two blocks away. I'll go walk over there and sit on a park bench for a minute just to breathe. I did some painting in my house because as I sat here and I was staring at the walls over there, I was like, those really are ugly. <laughs> yep. And we changed it. So would I have done that or would I have done that, you know, here in 2020 if I didn't stare at it every day? Mm-hmm. Probably not. Yeah.
0: I changed my desk around in my office all the time because it just I feel the need to just reorganize and and you can never do that too much you just have to do what you need to do to make yourself feel sometimes it's a refresh just refresh you know yeah, absolutely change your lifestyle we have emphasized that over and over and over and I mean so many people are just procrastinating 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 and now it's perfect time to make it happen
1: Um, Yeah, there's people that are using this this COVID, if you will, as an excuse to become a bit more complacent in their bad habits. And then there's people who are using this as a reason to say, I need to improve my habits because I need to be healthy. If my immune system is bad or compromised, I'm going to catch COVID even faster or worse. Yep. So why would I do that to myself? Yep the way you combat that is you make yourself healthier.
0: Absolutely true. And you said, what do you want your life to be? That question I think resonates with a lot of people. And if you let that statement just go by, you know, the top of your, your, your head, then maybe it's meant for you. Because I know so many people, it's really easy to dismiss a message that's, that's meant to, to get you in your chest. And what do you want your life to be? You know, there's a life before COVID and there's a life after COVID, but even your life during COVID can be monumental. I mean, what, as me and you talked about, so many people are online. What are you posting? What, what, what is your message? What is, what is your mission? What do you want? Where are you going? Do you know? I mean, my, my life of who I was before June is way different than my life after June. Oh, definitely, definitely. It, I had all these accomplishments for what I was gonna do after I got my degree. And then I got my degree and I'm like, I'm the same person and I, I feel just as qualified as I did before. And here I was thinking that I needed to go work at a job that validated me because of my letters. And now I'm like, I can do anything. I can do anything I wanna do. And so it's like the opportunities to me are more endless. Now it's
1: like, you can do whatever you want. And you can do it virtually. So many companies are saying that they're going to extend their virtual or work from home environments that things that may not have been a possibility because you had to physically go to an office before may now be a possibility because these companies are going to remain with virtual workspaces.
0: They're literally shutting down businesses and office spaces. Commercial properties are just going down.
1: I went on LinkedIn yesterday and there were
0: thousands and thousands of jobs. And, and a lot of people think that now unemployment is really high. The jobs are hiring there. I, we have an active um, virtual job fair right now. That's like two months long here in Hawaii. It's normally at the convention center and they made it a night. And I mean, these places are hiring like crazy. The, the restaurants, You know, they are booming, you know, with takeout orders. So when you think that a concept, you know, is like, oh, well, nobody's hiring. I can't get a job. That is so not true right now. Businesses are hiring small business owners. We need virtual assistants, graphic designers. We're working. So,
1: I mean. Right. And that's the thing. Those skill sets that maybe the business owners didn't have because that was not their core competency. They're looking for assistance or even contractors, subcontractors to help them with those things. I I had a small business owner who she had a brick and mortar. She had no idea how to Zoom, but she knew she wanted to do something virtual to offer her clients while they were closed down. And so getting that virtual and walking her through how virtual classes and courses could work, and now she can offer her, her customers both. If they want to return, they can. If they want to continue to do virtual, they can but that was not her core competency. So they're looking for people to help support them in those ways. Absolutely, and, and, and that thing that you think
0: is a skill that you can't monetize and make it your full-time job or create a business around it, you can. You, you know, I, I looked on Upwork and Fiverr the other day, and I think it was on Fiverr, they now have life coaching. They now have health coaching, lifestyle management, Things like that are on there now. So when you dismiss an idea that you have, just understand that, do the research because you can do just about anything. You can coach on just about anything. You can take your credentials and you can bottle it. You know. And, and so while you're at home, while you're thinking that, you know, how am I gonna make it when I'm stuck at home with my kids? There's no daycare. There's a way, promise. And you can reach out to either of us if you have any questions or concerns. Um, you also said, spend your time wisely. You know, there's a misconception that when you're home, you have more time. I know we talk about this all the time that people think for those of us that run businesses online, that we we're we're available. I hate to tell you if I'm at home and if the the green light is on, I'm not available. If I'm strategizing, I'm not available. If it's my time with God or my time with myself, I'm not available. So don't think that you can just say, "Oh, I'll do it later." Yeah. We have to be accountable for every minute. We have to be intentional with with every minute, every every hour, because it does matter. You know, I've sat and looked at. I'm, I'm sitting here
1: looking at the calendar. It's almost September, and it's like, where did the time go? What do we do in these almost six months? that we've been in this different environment. Mm -hmm. You think about how many minutes thats that we've been. How many minutes of your life did you spend either attempting to be productive and get yourself forward down the path, or how many minutes of your life did you spend scrolling social media talking about how depressing this is and I can't go to Target and blah, blah, blah. Those are minutes of your life you will never get.
0: Let me tell you.
1: I have thought about deleting my
0: social media because I have outgrown it. I look on there and I'm like, the things that are being talked about are not of interest to me. And mm-hmm. I, I've spent two years of being on there and spending so many hours a day trying to connect and reach out, but I've lost so much time. So it's like a bad word to me right now. You know, I know it's, a, if you're using it for the right reasons, then it's great. But to just, and I'm going to say this, to bully, to, to pick mm-hmm. fun, of other people to 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 hash out differences, to tweet back and forth, I mean, that's not the place for it. You know, that's kindergarten is not even the place for it. The playground's not even the place for it because it's been going on way too long, and now it's just the cyber bullying is so real, and it it it, it, it literally um, ruins.
1: you know it it
0: harms so much.
1: And it's the complete opposite of what people need right now. People need support. People need shoulders to lean on. They don't need to get beaten up because they're not perfect, right? No. no matter what situation your household is in, we are all juggling way more than we used to. So it is not going to be perfect. It is not going to have polish on it every day. So we are not here to shame people for not being perfect or beating them up because they didn't do the 72 homeschool lessons and Pinterest pins and all that business. We are here to say, how are you? Are you okay today?
0: And the last thing that I wrote down that you said is anchor into your why. Anchor is a that's an action that, that, that that's pretty much an action word. That's a that's a that's legacy. That's I don't know. I think of so many things when I think of that because that means put a staple, you know, put leaf, um, plants.
1: Yeah, I mean, if Let I think leave. about my why and I think about. You know, I, I, said it years ago when I was finally blessed with my son, I was here now to be the best mom that I can be. That didn't mean that every day I, you know, do hair and makeup. That's not what that meant. That meant that I show up for him in the best capacity that I can to support him and he's my legacy. Mm-hmm. So when I'm having my crazy COVID days, cause I'm stressed out or anxious or whatever it might be, I revert back to, okay, There's a lot going on right now, but how do I show up to make sure my legacy, my child is the man that I want him to be.
0: And I think I'm going to sign off with this. What legacy are you leaving? COVID or not? Yeah. So important. As always, thank you for being here, Miss Kathy McKinnon. Thank you. And you guys will see more of her this year as the InfluAction Conference Series is gearing up for our fall event. So whenever we come to Chicago, Kathy, I'm going to get to see you Wednesday. So you guys, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. It's Another edition of Your Voice, Your Power with Anika and Kathy. And as always, I hope that you guys take everything that you heard. I take every take everything that you're doing and everything that you're learning and take every day as a blessing because tomorrow's not promised. So, don't forget as usual, stay powerful guys.